Occasionally, myself and our coaching staff at DadStartingOver.com, we run into a client who has issues that go beyond the scope of coaching. They may have really severe anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and this is the point where our coaches stop and say, have you spoken to a therapist? What a lot of these men say is, I've looked into it, not a lot of options in my area, it can't work with my schedule, or I have an appointment schedule, but I can't get in for another four months. In other words, the need is there. They recognize the need. They see the value in the therapy, but the options for getting the therapy are extremely limited in their area. Well, thanks to our friends at BetterHelp.com, there is an option for you. BetterHelp is a unique service that allows you to talk to a licensed therapist from your area via your telephone or your computer. You can do voice chat with them if you wish. You can email back and forth. You can text with them all on your time schedule, all from the convenience of your phone or your computer. So check it out at betterhelp.com DSO. That's betterhelp.com DSO and get 10% off your first month of service with BetterHelp. Hello everyone, DSO here from dadstartingover.com. And before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to tell you about the DSO fraternity. The DSO fraternity is the members-only portion of my website at dadstartingover.com. And you can learn more about it at dadstartingover.com slash join for $14.99 per month or $149 for the entire year. You get access to all three of my books at no additional charge. You can download a PDF directly to your computer or you can stream the audio of the book live on your computer or phone, or you can download the MP3 file. You also get access to private discussion groups on Facebook, and you also get to attend live member meetings on Zoom. We have approximately three meetings every single week on a variety of different topics. We have members from all over the world who attend. Don't forget we also have member-only articles along with member-only audio for you to enjoy. And lastly, if you were looking at one-on-one -on -one coaching with myself or one of our other three coaches and were scared off by the pricing, pricing for DSO fraternity members is considerably less. So again, give it a shot. Check it out at dadstartingover.com join. And now on to today's episode. Dear DSO, my situation is a little different. My wife is on antidepressants and has been for years. She always had huge problems with anxiety, and this latest pandemic has pushed her over the edge. She has completely shut down emotionally. Well, this unfortunately is not a little different. This is the story for roughly half the men I chat with. They love their wives to death. They desperately want to see her be happy. They want love and intimacy. They want validation from their wife. Problem? The wife is a mentally broken person. She has very difficult time coping when life throws curveballs at her, and life sure has thrown a lot of curveballs her way recently. As a result, she has shut down. She's not interested in self-improvement. She's not interested in getting help. She's not interested in much of anything, really. She's sure as shit not interested in being sexual with her husband. She just exists. The husband is torn between his sense of honor, his vows of in sickness and in health, and his very human need for love and companionship. In short, he's losing attraction to his wife. He's lost respect for her. Coming home to her is a chore. Frankly, it's one of the last things he wants to do. Being around his bride is a huge downer. Like most guys I talk to, 
Reading the Dead Bedroom Fix has sent him down a path of very real self-improvement and introspection. He's working on himself, big time, but his wife sure hasn't followed suit. If anything, his wife is now more anxious than ever. Instead of the response of, my man is way more awesome now, so I better shape my ass up and get with the program, instead he has a wife who is more despondent. She often says things like, I know you'll probably leave me. I saw that girl looking at you yesterday. I wouldn't blame you if you left. I'm no good for you or for anybody. Women are twice as likely as men to be diagnosed with depression. For many women, the signs of depression begin at the onset of puberty. The hormonal fluctuations and all the major life changes that go along with the transition to womanhood are a potent recipe for higher levels of anxiety and depression. If puberty wasn't enough of a smack upside the head for women, nature has this awesome monthly surprise called PMS. Many guys can testify to their wives being completely different humans when, quote, Aunt Flo pays her visit. If that wasn't enough, pregnancy, postpartum depression, perimenopause, menopause, so many big hormonal surprises around every corner for women. It's a wonder they ever leave the house. These normal and healthy hormonal fluctuations don't translate into full-fledged depression for most women, but it can be the tipping point for some and the building block for a life of anxiety and an inability to cope with real-life problems. Show me five women, and one of them will experience clinical depression in her life. 25%. And I think that's a conservative number, to be honest. These are the reported cases. We know that approximately 25% of women aged 40 to 59 are taking antidepressant drugs, according to the CDC. That's a staggering number of women on very serious mind-altering medications. As far as the big five personality traits are concerned, you know, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism, women typically rank higher in neuroticism. They are more likely to have negative thought. They are more apt to be nervous, sensitive, angry, and yes, depressed. Those who score high in trait neuroticism are much more emotionally reactive and vulnerable to stress. They don't cope well, in other words. Women, they tend to seek out security, a rock, a foundation of strength and dependability. If you poll women on what their needs are in life, safety and security rises above all else. How many women do we know that set aside romantic feelings of love and lust in favor of the provider who can take care of her and the kids? How many hot 20-somethings do we see married to the out-of-shape, way-older millionaire guy? Hey, he can provide for her. He can give her all the stuff that she wants. She never has to worry about paying bills or where her next meal is coming from. That is of huge importance to any woman, no matter what her social standing may be. From what I can tell, when that feeling of security is threatened or taken away in some manner, women who already display high levels of neuroticism go off the rails in a bad way. We see this again and again in young women who experience abandonment at a young age. They can develop full-blown borderline personality disorder. Their life and future relationships with others are very difficult. They find it almost impossible to regulate their emotions. Their switch was flipped at an early age, and it takes a team of experts and medication to bring them back to a level of normal that is acceptable to society. These women often leave a trail of broken men and families in their wake. If there's one bit of advice I can give to men who find themselves with a woman who is experiencing depression, it is to lead. The wife's need for safety and security is still paramount, even if they are on three different drugs and seeing a therapist. 
What may be surprising to men is how important tough love can be in such cases. After all, you're a guy who is losing attraction and respect for your partner. Your wife, whether you know it or not, can feel that right away. That just builds more animosity, more resentment, and more anxiety. It takes a real man, a real partner, to step up and say, things have to change. I love you, and I'm going to help you become the best you possible, but you're going to have to be willing to make some steps, or else we can't continue on as a couple. Sounds tough, but for many people caught in the spiral of severe anxiety and depression, that's exactly what they need. A real smack upside the head. What you're doing is not working. I've been patient. I've been loving. Doing this work is the next logical step in our relationship. So get up. Work on you. Work on us. Let's do this together. What do you say? Note that if you have a long history of Mr. Nice Guy behavior, you know, no boundaries, spineless, hyper-agreeableness, happy wife, happy life, etc., your wife may very well call your bluff. Oh yeah? Or what? You gonna divorce me? Be ready for that question. If you're willing to make that jump, then tell her. You can't go on with a partner who is not willing to put in the work on her mental issues. She's not doing her job as a partner. She's letting the weight of her problems affect all of those around her. That's not fair to you or to your family. You cannot save everyone. You can't save your wife. She has to want to save herself. Sometimes it takes the potential loss of her partner to wake them up and set them on the right path towards real healing. If you're listening to this, you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement. You probably consume a lot of information, like these podcasts, YouTube videos, audiobooks, courses, everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be. And if you're like a lot of men, there's something still missing. Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood, but none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly, annual, and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for. 